This season of Good is sponsored by Good Treatments. Good Treatments is a highly curated shop of pre-made treatment designs for commercials, music videos, features, and branded content. We've all spent sleepless nights writing our treatments, only to have to start from scratch on the design. With Good Treatments, you have the look of a custom design without the cost or time. With drag and drop tools, you simply replace your images, copy and paste your text, and you're good to go. For our good listeners, we're giving away a coupon code for 20% off your next purchase. Simply use code GOOD20 at checkout. See all the treatment designs at goodtreatments.space. But I, I, I need help with my dishwasher, so I was wondering if your daddy's around. Dude, he can um, help, for sure. Yeah, it's been pretty frustrating. Jared, um, maybe intro, you should intro Parrish okay. for people who don't know. I think Parrish has been on the show at some point, right? No. Or no, you were just on. Uh, you were just on we, when we were doing. Um, do you remember like when the world kind of exploded and it was like Clubhouse was like the coolest thing ever yeah. for like two weeks? For two weeks, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I forgot about Clubhouse. <laughs> what are you talking about? Dude? Yeah, I'm you still were on Clubhouse. there every day. I'm crushing no, it. No, you're not. I'm still doing no. the good Clubhouse. You're just not there anymore. <laughs> you don't show up. I'm just I haven't been invited. In I send no. Months. I send you the invites. You don't come. No, you don't. That's not true. Um, dude, I do remember being uh, on Clubhouse when I was in Austin in February. And I was like iced in with no power. And I had to like charge my phone up in my rental car just to get on Clubhouse. Anyway, that was. Uh, yeah, that was a traumatic time in my life. But I remember th- I, th- I think about when I think about Clubhouse, I think about being in Austin for almost two and a half weeks in the ice storm. And you actually, uh, we did do some writing while you were there. I did. You actually did a lot. Dude, I have a video of myself. I have a video of myself where I, I wasn't, I was not drunk, 100% not drunk, but I was going a little crazy and I had, um, I've been, so basically the whole thing was I was there for commercial. So one day shoot, got pushed back a week. And they got pushed back another like four or five days because of the ice storm. So I was there for 16 days for a one day shoot. And there was like a stretch of like a week, maybe seven, eight, nine days where uh, I wasn't, I was not interacting with anyone, maybe like text or phone call, but like I would maybe see someone who worked at the hotel (laughs) maybe, but I was pretty much just like, under blankets, trying to stay warm, watching movies and like writing. But I had this one night where I literally, I, I like got like DoorDash from like seven 11 and was like, I'm going to stay up all night and I'm just going to write. And I got like two or three Red Bulls I and I don't drink Red Bulls very often, I remember this. but like, I got like, I got like some kind of high off of drinking a lot of Red Bulls and, uh, I had this video and, and, and like, for whatever reason, I had like this breakthrough, like kind of transcendent moment when I was writing and like everything clicked and made sense. And I had this video of myself that I'll probably never, never show anyone where I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm making a great movie. Special features in however many. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's got to pay to see that for sure. <laughs> um, but it was, a, it was like one of those crazy nights where it's like, you know, just things are clicking and like, it's making sense. And I had music on and I was up really late and I was like on this weird kind of Red Bull high and it was all just making sense. Um, but 
yeah, I was doing a lot of writing while I was there and I was probably bothering Parrish a lot because I had all the time in the world. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm sure Parrish didn't. Um, but yeah, that was in February. We really kind of started. So maybe to back up a little bit, I came to you in November of 2020. Isn't yeah. that right? October, November, yeah. something like that. No, yeah, um, kind of following the conversation that Christian and I had had. Yes. And you sent me like a sort of a treatment um, uh, with the general idea and some visuals and things like that. And actually, I think we started yeah. this writing session was like a year ago today or tomorrow. Are you serious? I came up to Charlotte just because I remember it was like two days after January 6th or one day. Somewhere around there. And we oh, hold a hotel for one night and then your house for another night and, and rooms. Right. That was the first time writing the movie. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. A year ago. Uh, so then we, so just like a, a quick like overview, we'd already written a movie together from, yeah. I mean, I always say it took me about two and a half or three years to write. I'm trying to remember where you came in to start writing. So that, that movie is called mercy and that's kind of like on the shelf at the moment. But um, when do we start writing mercy together? End of 2018. I remember I came up in December of 2018 and yeah, you had been working okay. on it for a while at one point. There were like different iterations of beginnings of drafts. And yeah. Like yeah. That. And then yeah. End of 2018. And then the last time we wrote on it and like finished it was March of 2020. <laughs> yeah, which is, um, which is All always, always going to be a punchline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I know I'm kind of like going backwards in a weird way, but so we did, we did that. But before that we wrote a short together, um, pray for the children. And I think I reached out to you. We, I think basically we had, we had met, so to back it all the way up to like the beginning of our relationship, we had met in like what, 2014? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, the burning bush. Yeah. I was shooting a short in Wilmington and basically you just came as like a PA, right? Yeah. Just Pretty came more or less. Out for like a few days. On set. Yeah. That's the first time I met you and a bunch of other people that you worked with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ryan Booth was there. Yeah. Um, Tyler Chase, who was in Pray for the Children, was also yeah. in Burning Bush. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's when we met. And then we just kind of stayed in touch, like very loosely, like not like we were texting or like hanging out or anything. It was just more like, uh, I think maybe like on Twitter or Instagram, we would just always kind of like passively talk about movies we were seeing or. So it was, it was all like very like kind of like movie focused, you know, it was, Parrish, yeah. at, at the time, Parrish, were you writing stuff? Like what's your writing background? Yeah, I definitely was. Um, but you know, during that time, so I get, that would be like the, I guess we can call it the mid 2010s now. Uh, I guess yeah. I was trying to, uh, get like a short film off the ground. So I always had just kind of like pieces of things and was always trying to write a feature, but that just kept failing over and over. But yeah, I was, I was constantly right. I've been writing consistently. I would say since high school, I guess. Yeah. So whether it's like uh, mostly scripts, some short stories and stuff, but mostly screenwriting. 
Um, so you and I met on set and then we just kind of stayed in touch and kind of in the, the, the interim there of us meeting and then us starting to write together, I was always like, I'm sure you can understand this too, Christian. Like I Parrish is good at writing by himself, <laughs> which is like aggravating. Um, but for me, it's always been like, I kind of get a story to like a certain point yeah. and then I, I struggle to kind of get into the minutia of, of it in at least in certain ways. And um, I had kind of gone through s- several different like writing partners or experiments and, and um, nothing like super negative, just like didn't quite like hit, you know, it wasn't like um, just, just wasn't quite yeah. the right fit. Um, what was it about? And then I'm what was it really- about Parrish? Do you feel like maybe it didn't come at the first meeting or whatever, but what do you feel like it was about Parrish that um, made it click? I think it was just a long period of us like getting to know each other like slowly and, and kind of realizing like that we had similar tastes and um, liked the same types of films. And um, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know if it would work or not at all when we started writing our, the, the first short together. Um, and that one was, it's funny because stuff that I write <laughs> Uh, it's not stuff that Parrish should write by himself. So th- there is like, there's like an overlap, you know, but it's definitely not like we have exactly the same taste. You know, it's kind of like a Venn diagram kind of thing, like where there's right. um, enough overlap for us to like totally get each other, but we, we definitely don't make or write the same things. Um, Parrish, what true, kind of like, what kind of movies do you feel like you naturally sort of go to in the writing process? Um. Well, out of the three features I've written by myself, I guess one of them is just sort of like a sort of character study on this one guy, like a, you know, kind of like a comedy drama, dark, dark comedy, all kind of dark comedy drama in that. Yeah. Um, like the first feature I wrote was like, is like kind of like a Southern Gothic sort of, you know, Hitchcockian type thing. Right. But what I like about the stuff that like Jared and I get to work on together is it's Jared's right. I would never write the things that we write together by myself. I would never think of those ideas either, but they're movies that I would go see. So right, it's like right. a way to use a different uh, part of my brain, which is fun. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I feel like it stuck with Parrish because um, one, he wasn't like, <laughs> like freaked out or like resistant to kind of like, um, some of my like wilder ideas and I think was very actually just kind of patient and helped me craft them in like a more dynamic way. I, I, it's interesting with, with Parrish because I think there was like this understanding and this kind of like humility in working with Parrish where it was like, obviously there, there is a sense of ownership between like, with the stuff that we work on together, like it is like a 50, 50 thing, but there is the understanding that I'm going to, that I'm going to go make this. I'm going to go direct this, you know? Right. And so Parrish is always kind of like, he is like not afraid to say, that's not a good idea. I don't respond to that. I don't like that. That's not working. Um, but also kind of like understands that at the end of the day, like I'm the one that's probably going to, I mean, I am the one that's going to go make this. And there's kind of like a, he defers to me, and I think I think 
you know, w- with that kind of dynamic, knowing that like I'm writing this stuff because I don't want to go direct it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it definitely like that has worked pretty well for us to have like one person who's kind of like, like at the end of the day, going to be like, I think this is the direction we should go, or I think yeah. we should actually go this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's worked pretty well, pretty well for us. You know, like I, I don't, if we were like a, f- I'm sure I'm sure with the experience that we've had so far, because we've talked about like, what would it be like for us to get like a writing assignment from like a studio or something? Like, could we do that? And I think that we really could mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but everything up until now has kind of been more like, like I'm going to go make this and let's like build this together. And that dynamic has worked really well over the past three or four years. Yeah. What's that like for you, Parrish, to like sort of um... – with the knowing that someone is going to direct, like the person that is directing this is sitting across from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, at first it was, uh, you know, it's funny cause the short film, I remember I got a text from Jared at like one in the morning and it was, it was the, the clip from that day of what you guys shot in Utah at the gas station for <laughs> And it was so nice to just be able to watch it. And I was like in Virginia at the time. And I was just like, we wrote this thing and then I, I personally don't have to worry about any, like I just saw it. I didn't have to do any of it. It was like like the best thing ever. Do you know what I mean? To like write something and be like, I don't have to worry about figuring out how they're going to do all this. Like there was more. It just became like real. Yeah. It was like, Oh, there it is. And that like, I had, I didn't, you know, all the stresses of uh, being on set and stuff, you know? Uh, this is where this is like a big like kind of yin and yang thing with with me and Parrish too, where it's like I like dream of being on set. I just want to be behind the camera. I want to frame up a shot, and I just want to like let the camera roll. And Parrish, and 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 also like I also <laughs> Parrish has had to like really work with me and help me to not see writing as like an obstacle. And I feel like the inverse is true with Parrish where it's like the shooting of it. You can speak for yourself, Parrish, but it does feel like there's like an inverse relationship there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I think, I think for me directing wise, I've had, I've recently had good experiences, but up until just a few years ago, it was like every time shooting something was just, I just didn't want to be there. Um, it, was, <laughs> it felt like, like what you just said about writing, it felt like a thing that an obstacle that had to be overcome just to get to editing. So I didn't have to, but I think that's uh, changing for me, which is good. Um, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But no, but yeah, no, there's, there's an, there was a big element of that. It was the the idea of, like I said, this wasn't the scripts that Jerry and I worked on together. These weren't things that I would think of to write by myself, but they would, they would definitely be things I would go see. And then, you know, I liked the stuff that Jared's done before. So that paired with the idea that we're working on, it was just a fun way to like use a different part of my brain. And just yeah. another, you know, another excuse to write a script and then, you know, put reps in that way, I guess, like just from the the craft point of screenwriting. And I really do think, Parrish, you know, like since we really started like linking up in 2018 or whatever, it did start as a bit more of like a, uh, you know, businessy like kind of transactional thing and and we've also become like really good friends over the past three or four years you yes, know yeah. so i think that our writing has gotten better as our relationship our relationship is kind of like uh 
you know, had more, had more depth, you know, kind of on a personal level. So I think, you know, part of it is like, we've been good, a good match, just like kind of aesthetically like writing. But I also think, yeah, we just, it's nice to have a new friend who cares about making movies, you know? Yeah, for sure. What's funny is uh, writing that short in 2018. Oh, you're good. Uh, We, the whole thing was written over text messages. (laughs) Like basically. Is that true? Like we never talked on the phone once. Because I was like, yeah, let me know if you want to hop on a call and like we could talk through it. And then we just kept texting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. This this big. And That's then obviously so funny. we like, took it into, you know, final draft or whatever. But still, it was, it was pretty funny. I would say if we were ranking, if we were ranking like the most productive ways that you and I write, um, we kind of have a few categories, right? Like we have the phone call, which I feel like. It's kind of um, rare, it's kind of what would you say? It's kind of rare that we like write over the phone, I think. Oh yeah, that doesn't really happen. I mean, we catch up and 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 talk on the phone a good amount, but like as far as like productively like we're going to write, that doesn't really happen. I I think like um yeah, there's there's a few categories. The the biggest one and my favorite is like when you come to my house for like a weekend, like 3 or 4 days and we just like go for it just like blitz for like you know 10 hours 12 hours a day and we're just like dead and you're sitting in that red chair behind me for hours and hours um Jared, that's like could you like one practically way, walk yeah. through that that way like sitting in person i think that's interesting for people to know like obviously there is no like one way right like there is no like sitting in person is sort of like you have to do it this way or whatever but just for you guys like, how does it all sort of like walk me through a day of writing with it's, it's only outlining. Like we, we've, we've tried to sit down and like write, write, like write out, like in final draft out loud to get, and it just like, doesn't work. Would you agree Parrish? Like, yeah. And I, I don't even, maybe we've tried that once and realized it didn't work, but that must've been early yeah. on because in my recent like recollections of our writing sessions at your house, I don't remember us doing that. It's definitely more outline. We are just talking through stuff and like it's I think the the, the biggest thing that I need is just like a sounding board, which I'm sure can get annoying for Parrish at some points where it's like I just need him to say things sometimes so I yeah. can disagree with it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I can be like, that's not that's not it. Um and then I need to hear myself say things where I'm like, oh that's that's not it either. So it's just a lot of us like circling around the same things over and over again and just talking through it extensively, like to the point where, um, I like lose my voice. Cause I just don't talk. I mean, you know, yeah. I talk on here obviously, but like, I'm not talking that much. I'm working by myself all day, most days. Um, and so we'll get through like three or four days of just like talking and talking and talking. And I like, can't talk anymore. I'm just like done. You know? <laughs> Um, but it's all, it's always in outline form. We're just like hashing out like moments and it can be very broad. It can be very specific, but we always are just like hammering away at an outline together. And then we always kind of go off and, and do the actual script writing, um, individually. And sometimes I'll do a portion, he'll do a portion mm-hmm. and we'll kind of combine them or whatever. But, um, that's how that normally goes is like, we're going to get like these story beats like dialed together. Um, but we're not like, right. We're not, we don't have like a 
final draft open, like, you know, hammering away at the keyboard necessarily. Why, why do you think that the, um, yeah. why do you feel like the outline for you guys is like sort of like the first, like, I guess when you're ideating about a movie or something, Jared and Parrish, like, what are the things that are coming to your mind? Is it just frames? Is it like pieces of like a, a point of view or a piece of dialogue? Like what are those things that are coming to you? Like in the ideation, like moments when you guys are sitting there. I feel like when think, I don't know, I feel like, um, so like a year ago today, I guess, or whatever it was the first time I came up and we talked about the second feature we were writing together. I think so much of it is just us bouncing questions off of each other back and forth. Cause part of it is me trying to get inside your head. Yeah. Uh, what, cause you've been mulling it over for yeah. at least a few months, if not years, like with, with mercy. Um, so, so much of it is just yeah. like, it's like me trying to get acquainted with where your head's at, even outside of the general, just synopsis of what you've kind of pitched to me. And then, um, and then I think it's just us kind of like me, like, okay, well, it's like, what if, like, right, what if this, what if that? Um, yeah. And then anything that yeah. sticks, we kind of throw into a Dropbox paper document. And then usually by the end of our time, somewhere <laughs> in our time together, yeah. we start to organize that document. And then it kind of like unofficially becomes a, a, an outline. Yeah. I say outline loosely. It's like, <clears throat> it's like a complete chaotic bullet list of, disparate ideas. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of how, how it starts. I mean, I think, I think if you're asking kind of like why an outline versus like kind of going like linear and like, that's just not how my brain works. I, right. I feel like <clears throat> structure is kind of first for me. Usually that that's like what gives me like really kind of going on a writing level is like, I'm very interested in like, how are we going to organize this story? You know? Um, so I feel like that's most, I mean, even with like pray for the children, I kind of came to you with like, okay, here's an idea that I'm toying with of like this kind of troubled young man who is having these like very visceral thoughts that are like on the screen or playing out in real life. And then we snap back to reality and then we play through a sequence. So it was kind of a structural thing of like, I want to experiment with like these thoughts that are kind of played out as reality. Then we snap back to actual reality and we do that a few times. And then until the very end, like we never snap back to reality. His thoughts have like basically transcended into like his physical actions. And like, there's no kind of going back anymore. So that was like a very like structural idea that I was like, can we work with inside of this? Mercy was similar too, where it was like, we don't have to get into the specifics of it, but it was, it's, it's very much built on structure. And then maybe like this, this one that we're working on now, uh, maybe a little bit less, uh, like anchored by the structure, but there's definitely some pretty interesting structural, structural, um, decisions that, that I think we were building around. Mm -hmm. Why, why do you feel like this structure and maybe for Paris too, like Paris, like, why do you feel like this structure? Um, it's well, I guess what's interesting to me, Jared is like, I think a lot of people would view your work as like, um, 
like maybe there was a structure at one point, but I think part of your process is almost like destroying something in the edit, you know, like trying to get down to like, or whittle, whittle it down to where it's, it's very nonlinear, you know? So it's interesting that like you're, you're looking yeah. for this almost linear fashion to like, is it, is it just, is it just like trying to understand? Well, it's not necessarily linear. I think it's, it's like, even with music videos, I know we've talked about this, but like, I have to be able to like hang my hat on something, you know, like I have to be able to like comprehend it and understand yeah. it, like what I'm shooting, like what I'm doing. I'm like, I can go do this right now. I understand it. And I have to get to that level of understanding before I can ever feel like comfortable going to actually make it. And I feel like structure gives that to me. Um, uh, you're right with music videos. Sometimes it's kind of like, I have that structure to begin with and then kind of erase it. Um, but I don't know if that is exactly the same with, with narrative uh, projects, but I think it's just like, it gives me a sense of like, I can comprehend, I can like wrap my brain around like what this thing is. And that's, and also for whatever reason, I think just varying structures, even with movies that I love, that seems to be the thing that like kind of gets me going for, for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's always, I think, kind of like in place for us at, at the beginning. So I, I said, there's a couple of categories. We, we, we meet up and that's always kind of like the most productive. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, we do, well, I, I think, I think in all honesty, maybe like the actual most, most productive, because we can do it more often is when we're, we are texting. I feel like if we call each other, we kind of, at least I get kind of distracted and meander a bit. And when we're texting, it's like, here's this concrete idea that you can read. What do you think? Uh, and then we just kind of go back and forth with, I mean, there was one night with this movie we were working on where I think we were, I mean, I had a moment with you Parrish, where I was like, I don't know if I like this movie. I don't know <laughs> if I want to write this movie anymore. Is that when we um, the, the name for the, the new character names? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, had my head kind of like into a certain zone of like music. And there's a few decisions that we made via text in like an hour mm -hmm. where I was like, never mind. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> it just like changed, you know? So I feel like that's this one instance, but I think we get a lot done, like, because there's also gaps between like our responses to where it's like, here's a question. And then 12 hours later, you're like, well, maybe this or maybe that. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of magic to that a little bit too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and do you I'm feel pretty, that way? I do, and I'm because I'm pretty internal with the way I think and process things. So I, I actually yeah. think text has been helpful for us because you can text me something, and then I can I don't have to respond right away. I can think about it for an hour or two. Yeah, and then throw something else at you. It's not like a it, right. It, you know, it's more informal than email, but it's you know not like immediate. Like when we're in a conversation, and I have to kind of respond right away. Yeah, but it can it can also be immediate in the way that it's like I just had this lightning bolt of an idea mm -hmm. and I just want to like put it on papers or you know digital paper somewhere where I'm like I just want to record that I had this idea yeah. and then what's your thought? So there is like the instantaneous kind of like something just came to me but let's kind of like maybe circle around it and see if it's interesting or if we leave it or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to um, ask I want to ask what, what I'm, I'm curious, Christian, for you real quick. Yeah. Uh, is this, does this like feel like, uh, 
I know you and and uh, is it Peter right? Uh, for presidents, yeah, yeah, the guy. Yeah, I, the guy that you, I work so with right now people. Is, is Matt Black. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I know you have a couple kind of co-writing partners that you work with. Um, does this feel similar to like the the rhythm that you guys have, or what 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 seems different, or I don't know? Yeah, I think it's it's similar in a way. I think we we spend far less time. I mean, I'm not a huge texter. Um, yeah, because I think I'm I'm very much more in the realm of like. Uh, talking myself out of a bad idea or talking myself into a good idea, you know, where I feel like the process of sort of, I, I think the biggest thing is finding somebody that, uh, like you guys said earlier, will tell you no, or like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's the, yeah. what if it was this? And then you start to realize sort of from a, a new perspective, um, how complicated your original idea is, you know what I mean? Um, I think that's yeah, the yeah, the biggest yeah, value yeah. for me. I think, especially with Matt, who um, sees the same. I think we just see the same world. I think that's probably what you guys are speaking on too. Is like I think it's so important to find somebody who like if you just pitch them sort of like a log line, you know, or like I heard this interview of this person who did this, where you could almost instantly sort of like see all the different possibilities within that world. Um, and then just be able to like ideate. And I think most of the time we, we do it over the phone, uh, or zoom or whatever. Um, I'm yeah. A big phone guy texting text. You guys just texting about pay for the children. just kind of gives me anxiety. Well, like, <laughs> like have, have you guys not like, I don't know. I think that's kind of like my, what the question I wanted to ask though is like maybe it may be a little bit more of a difficult question, but just go with me. But we'll start with Parrish. Um, Parrish, like what is one, what is one thing? It's sort of a two prong question, but what is one thing that Jared is better than you at writing? And what is one thing that he is not as good at? And then same for you, Jared. Okay. That's, that's, this is interesting. That's a good question. I think the thing that definitely the thing that you're better than me at, which I've, I, I feel like I've tried to implement this in the things I write by myself, but I mean, you're just really good at like keeping your eye on the ball and like, this is yeah. like not losing focus. Like this is what we're, you know, you'll sit and like tackle a problem, like a story problem. And we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it for hours until we kind of crack it. Or maybe we move on to a different thing and come back to it. But so often when I'm writing by myself, if I can't figure something out, I'll just like, well, I can't figure it out. I'll just go months before I can. Yeah. But because I'm there for like a finite amount of time, it's like we're in this. We're not like watching YouTube videos or things like that. Like we're just writing. Whereas if I was by myself, I would absolutely just be on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? same. That's why I need a partner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but but I think even even aside from you know having a partner, us being in the same room together, I, I think just naturally you're good at like staying focused and like you know not getting. That's shit. funny because I'm pretty sure I have adult eighty eighty eight. <laughs> 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 it brings that out, and even that's why we're able to do that. What is what is one thing yeah. that he's not well, good at? Yeah. Um, 
you know, it sounds harsh to say you're not good at something. No, no, no. I, I'm interested in this too. Maybe dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like usually in my so decisions, I've just either like heavily rewritten the dialogue or you just give it to me and you're like, I just need you to do the same. Yeah. yeah, I think when, there are times that I take over dialogue where it's like, I just need something to be communicated. Like, I need this right. to be communicated here. Yeah. Um, dude, the best I, way I to feel do the it, same way I'll, all the time, dude. Because yeah, I think when, especially for directors, you're like feeling what the character is feeling more more so than what they're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're yeah. you're in a scene and you're like, oh, I want... But like movies aren't feelings; they're like <laughs> they're like communication. So like it's tough to to always think. And and we're not like true screenwriters. Like, dude, I guess it's so jealous of like I wish that I was like a PTA or something that just went in a hole and just came out with the movie. You know what I mean? Or like a dude, a but you of- are that. That's see, I I feel like it's taken me a few years to feel like this. Uh, but I think, dude, you've, you made a movie that you either wrote or co-wrote and you're, you've written several scripts. I'm like, dude, you're a writer. I, I just like, for sure. But to I, say if that you're I'm not being real critical about strengths and weaknesses, I obviously, I would say that I'm, uh, just because of practice, I'm better than most people at writing scripts, you know, but in the, yeah. ter- in terms of like the people that I've think are sort of icons you know like yeah yeah sure it's tough sure. to, to yeah. compare yourself to that but can you imagine what a much better writer you would be after making several movies that you've written? oh yeah for sure you know i think that is like because it's the ultimate test of what you've written yeah 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 totally it's kind of like it's kind of i feel like maybe it's it's similar to editing where it's like you get stuck with all the stuff that you shot and you're like, I'm such an idiot for shooting things this way. I'll never do that again. You know what I mean? And I feel like with writing, it's like, why did I, why did I set this up for myself as a direct, like as a right? I, yeah, I feel like decades into to being a filmmaker and you made, you know, obviously in PTAs is like a untouchable, like master. It's like, that's kind of an unfair comparison for, for anybody. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to do this too. So, um, <clears throat> what Parrish is great at, I mean, I think, so, I think it is totally clear to me that like Parrish is far superior to me in just writing in general. I think, I think the specific thing is, um, he's really good at just pumping out pages, and that that's like, I don't. He's again, he's so much better than me at like every facet of writing. Um, but I think a lot of the value that he brings, obviously just like his brain and his, his taste and aesthetic and um, his just like innate sense of story. But I think a big thing for me that I'm really bad at is sitting down. You said focusing, which is funny because I'm like such a harsh self editor when I sit down to write that yeah. I like can't get anywhere. Mm. I can't just like write pages that I think are bad. Um, it's not like the pages I think are good are actually good, but like I can't just kind of like vomit draft like a lot of people can. Like I hear these stories about like Greta Gerwig writing like a 400 page draft of Lady Bird or something. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I have to like muscle 
to write 90 pages, you know? (laughs) So I I think, I think, I think your ability perish just to like muscle through and just like write and know that you're going to have to go back later and make it better is so helpful to me because I would just get stuck. I think it's funny. I think it's a strength and a weakness, right? Like you're talking about, like, I'll just like focus on like one problem, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of like obsess over it. And I feel like a lot of time, a lot of times that's where I get hung up and I can't move on. And I think having someone like a sounding board to kind of like hash that stuff out with is where, um, that's like, that's why I need, perish so much you know Jared, I, I know you know this um, already but just for like listeners and stuff but like how often like i, I want to think about writing because I, I struggle with the same thing I, i'm trying to get better at it but like how often do you sit in an edit and get to like get to a first draft of the edit and you're like fucking there it is you know what i mean like it's never never, never. absolutely never so yeah. it's i think that's like if if i yeah. can i'm trying to get better at this again like i'm trying to get better at like seeing it as uh, an edit of some sort, you know, like the entire yeah. time yeah. we're like, yeah. I know that I have all these pieces just, but the like, hard part though is with the editing. Is I, the- I totally get your point. Editing's like finite. And I think what kills me about writing is that it is infinite. It's ma- you know yeah, what I mean? imaginary. Yeah. It's like if you were sitting in premiere with all the footage of the entire world, <laughs> <I'm everything. laughs> That's what writing feels like to me. <laughs> but that's not true because you've already at that point you've you've gotten an outline to a degree, right? Like you've already built the yeah, world. I know, I know. But even the outline I'm saying like it's not just when we get to like the technical screenwriting, it's even an outlining I'm like, dude, I don't know how to make this I don't know how to solve this problem. Yeah. So it's not just the technical writing part of it, it's also just kind of the story building the world yeah. building all of that sometimes i just well really... okay Paris, and then what, b- what, before I, we get back to, before we finish before we finish this i i want to be on that same note like parish how does somebody get over that hurdle yeah great 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 yeah get over which hurdle Sorry. over like the the sort of inability to just like put things on paper to just like write ideas that are you know or like you're going to change or like they're not good yet you know what I mean? Like how does somebody get over yeah, like the preciousness of dialogue and, and scenes? I don't know. I feel like that's a great question. It's something that I still struggle with sometimes. I feel like when I'm struggling with that, it's just because I don't, I forget who said it, but there's that quote to write clearly is to think clearly. So if like, if you're mm. having a hard time mm. like writing, you just don't understand what the scene is. If you know what yeah. it is, then writing is just a, it's just a means of getting it out of your head. That's a good. So I think answer, so much. Dude. Say that. Ex- wait. Say like, that again. Okay. Say that quote again. To write, to, to write clearly is to think clearly. Like if you can't write something down clearly, it's because you haven't formed like a proper uh, solid opinion on it. Yeah. Um, because we so often think we understand things or like have a way of thinking about things, but like. Try to write it down. Don't even write it down in a precious way. Just get it down in a literal way that another human could read it and understand what's in your head. And if you can't do that, which so often is, it's a very difficult thing to do, then it's just like a good indicator that you're not fully seeing 100% of what it is. So I, I think How much of that is like chicken before the egg, though? Like how much of that in your experience, Parrish, is like you kind of figure out what it is as your 
I know. I, it down. I know. And that's what I, that's why I think it's like, it's not a perfect science because sometimes you do need to just sit down and start writing. I think the more you do it, the more you know yourself. I think I know myself just enough at this point where I know that I'm not putting things down on paper and I'm, I might say like, Oh, it's tough for me to get this down right now just because I'm more so avoiding it versus if I sat down and did it, it actually made yeah. it kind of flow. Or, but I also know, um, I can definitely tell when it's like, if I sat down, like just tried to just write nothing, no, nothing would happen or it wouldn't be good because I need to think about it first, you know? Yeah. That is like, that is, I think with our interactions, Paris, there's so many times where I'm like, just asking you about like what you're writing on, like your personal scripts that you're writing by yourself. And you're like, yeah, I'm just like, I've been sitting with that for like two weeks trying to figure that out. Yeah. And that's just like the most parish thing ever, you know, <laughs> to be like, I'm, I'm like, uh, my wife's bringing me Chick-fil-A. Hang on a second. I'll come up. I'll come up again. So, thank you. Love you. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like so often when we're catching up or talking, it's like you, which, you know, this is something bigger we should talk about, but you, a lot of times you're like, I'm, I've kind of been processing that for a few weeks. And I do think that like the writing process in general, but I know we've come across this so often that like you can only push so much before like it's just diminishing returns, you know, yeah. so much of it is just, which is frustrating. Like so much of it though is, is like unhooking your brain from the story, you know, and just like going away and living your life and doing normal things. And then it's like, I'm getting gas at like, 2 p.m. on a on a Wednesday and it's like fuck that's that's it you know what I mean so much of it is like you have to kind of prime your brain by like doing like pushing and then you have to kind of release and and things just like tend to come at the weirdest times oh 100 I think that's why going back to what I was saying one of your strengths is and what's nice about writing together is you you that is that time where I'm up there and we're writing for a weekend or a week where we're pushing so hard which yeah. I learned is like I could push more on my, on my own scripts. Cause sometimes I lean too much to the, Oh, the idea will come to me. And it does, yeah. but you've got to push some, otherwise you're going to wait for forever. Possibly. You're not setting yourself up fully to like be open to those ideas. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. No. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, I have, I, you know, like two in the morning I'll wake up and then you're writing down ideas and scribbling. Cause if you don't write it down, I'm, and I'm very superstitious about like, I have, Same. No matter how much I think I'll remember something, always write it down. You will not. Dude, I have I have a moment that is kind of dependable for like the the utmost clarity for me. And it is when I'm in bed and I'm finally comfortable and I'm about to go to sleep. It's like I just have a barrage of like thoughts and ideas. Yeah. And then if I get too energized by it, it leaves, you know? So I have to like, it's like this thing like where I'm just about to kind of like my body is kind of like uh settled down and I'm like kind of turned everything off and then it feels like little things just like start popping up that I have to jot down. Yeah. But then if yeah. I go down and like try to like begin writing again, it's like it's gone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so, so you, annoying. Like you gotta like stay in that perfect spot. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. one thing that I've been working on the last year is like not letting inspiration sort of dictate my schedule either you know yeah i think yeah. um 
I think it is it is definitely possible to like, especially if you're committed to writing something. I'm also not like someone who's who like if I start writing something, I know that if I'm in a flow or whatever, I have about four hours before I'm just tapped out. You know what I mean? Done. Done. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I do use like a Pomodoro clock or whatever. Like I'll write for 25 minutes straight and then I'll break for five minutes. I'll get on my phone and just like doze off or go to, you know, get something to eat or whatever. I'll come back and then write for another 25 minutes. Uh, I'll do that for about four hours, but I can't write for more than four hours at a time. But I do find that starting at the same time every day has tricked my brain into interesting knowing when to sort of start going and be inspired to a degree, you know? That's super interesting. Um, yeah. I think Christian, that's like a huge you, key for me. Yeah. I would say for when you when you start at the same time every day and you use the uh that twenty five minutes on, five minutes off thing. Is that are you writing from an outline or is it writing from like I, I'm ideating during that time? Could be I, I I use it for editing too. I use it for a lot of things in my life, but um, okay. could be any part of it. I think it's it it depends on where you're at in the process. But I think it's really helpful when um, I think it's really helpful when you're writing dialogues, especially you know, because um, <clears throat> I'm the same way as as Jared, like I'll get to a point where like, I hate everything that I'm writing. Like dialogue to me is one of the, the biggest points of interest to like finding a co-writer is like, I, I, I wanted to find somebody that could speak how I was thinking and like who, who wrote like Ooh. I was thinking. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's any part of the process that I use it for sure. Gotcha. Uh, to jump back to, to, um, something you oh, said we earlier, still have Parrish to we still about. have to figure out what what your uh, what Parish is bad at. What, what my weaknesses? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll get into that in a second. I, I think what's interesting um, to the working with Parish is like we talked about like me not being like the strongest at dialogue, but I think us working together. I mean, it's not like we were together for decades, but even just like the amount of times that we've kind of sat in silence, pitching bad ideas to each other. I do think like even you saying like. I'm not the strongest at dialogue. I do think that like um, there's like our relationship is at the point that it's like, that doesn't like hinder me from writing dialogue. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it's like, that's like, I'm totally op open to writing like bad dialogue and showing it to perish. You know what I mean? Like, I think that has been like a development over just like time and experience and like pitching each other, like stupid, bad ideas. You know what I mean? That it's like, we know kind of strength and weak strength strengths and weaknesses, but at the same time, it doesn't like limit like us throwing things out to each yeah. other, which I think is, you gotta get, you gotta get been, to a point where you're not judging yourself on, on every move, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That would, yeah. If that was somewhere in our dining, it just wouldn't work that I, at least for me, like I, I think having any sense of like self-consciousness in the process for me would just like make it not, not work. Okay. So back to what, what Parrish is like. So the question was like, what, what is he weaker at than me? Is that, yeah, like, I guess what I'm getting at is like, there are holes in each other's game that you guys are filling. You know? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I just don't think this is one of those situations where I have an answer to that. <laughs> I mean, I'm really not trying to get off the hook, but I'm like, I think maybe part of it. I mean, when I think about us going to Wisconsin parish and us like, um, riding for like 12 hours, to be fair, you were not feeling great during that trip, but I, I think like maybe the dynamic of our relationship is for me to like keep pushing, which is something that I guess you kind of mentioned earlier. And it's not always like the best because again, like our brains are kind of tapped out and it's like diminishing returns at some point. But I do think that like, if it were up to me, we would just never stop, which maybe is like, yeah, not a strength or a weakness for either of us. Like maybe that's just like, not, not, not good. <laughs> like in general, it's like not a good way to operate, but I do think like, uh, kind of like propulsion and energy and momentum that feels like kind of one of my bigger roles in our dynamic is to just like keep things moving. Would you agree with that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then that, that ties into what I thought your uh, big strength was in general. Cause yeah. like I said, I'm so if left to my own devices, it's like, yeah, I'll just, you know, I'll let the idea. Which there's, there's not, there's nothing to that. Like we said, I think like sure. kind of letting the subconscious engage and, and, yeah. uh, being a friend to the subconscious, you know, is like really important yes. uh, in the no, writing it's, process. It's both for sure. Um, but it's both. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like you being a director of the writing process, Jared, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's probably fair. Yeah. I think do you, do you find yourself doing that pretty often? Like in regular, regular life situations, just taking control of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my wife. <laughs> Yeah, when's the last time she picked uh, a movie, huh? Well, she won't watch a movie with me. Why? Because she doesn't like... Because if I suggest a movie, I'm excited about it. And if I'm excited about it, I expect her to be excited about it. And so we're going to watch this movie, and I expect her... This is yeah. not me. This is her projecting this on me. Uh, in, her in her opinion, uh, I'm going to sit there the whole time and hope that she's reacting like I'm reacting and I'm right. going to expect a certain <laughs> amount of attention given reaction given. And she's just like, it's not a good experience for me. So yeah. she's for like, whatever reason, she's like, I, I, I just want to watch a movie. I don't want to have like some transcendental experience. Yeah. With yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah, this yeah. point, but she'll watch, we'll watch like shark tank together. Yeah. You know, that's a good call. Yeah. Who um, doesn't like shark tank? I don't like Barbara Corcoran very much. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Who does, dude? Who does, right? Yeah, she's she's not my favorite. Um Parrish, any parting words, dude? Thank you for coming on. Any 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 like advice to people who are just getting started writing or like working at a partnership or I don't know, any anything that you want to throw out before we we hop off? Oh man, no, this was fun. Um it's especially fun because I never talk about writing. Like Jared, yeah, you know when you, yeah. right? like, I never talk about the actual crap yeah. to anybody. Rarely. I will. So, can Can I say something on your behalf, really quick? I I want you to to say your thing, but maybe the biggest lesson that you've taught me is I remember sitting in this room I'm in right now, and I was just like agonizing over like some small part of a script we were working on. And you were like, you know what, dude, you don't have to hate writing. Like writing can be fun. As a matter of yeah. fact, like it might be the funnest part because no one's telling, you no, nothing costs money. Nothing is like 
out of the realm of possibility. And it can be like really fun. It doesn't have to be like an obstacle. Like you like seem determined on making it. <laughs> and I think for, I think for me that like really was like, I'm still not very good at that, but I, I can remind myself even like when I'm just doing it by myself, um, that like there is like, it can be like really fun and maybe the most creative expression that, that we have as filmmakers, you know? So you taught that to me. And I think that's a good thing for people who are, um, yeah, learning to write. I think it's a good thing for, for people to, to know and understand and and to learn, you know? Yeah, no. And I still, I, I remember you telling me that that was helpful when I said that. And I will remind myself that sometimes, especially when I'm, (laughs) yeah, I think that's especially just kind of a curse of, of writers who also want to direct their things because so much yeah, of it yeah. is always wanting to be in that next phase and you know you're sure. shooting you're in the throes of shooting and it's like oh, we'll, we'll just get to editing it'll be like a i could just be yeah, yeah. you know and we're always thinking of that yeah. next phase. so i think yeah. that's just like a thing special to yeah, filmmakers on some level i feel like the biggest thing though that i uh have to still remind myself and especially wish i'd remind myself when i was younger is to have patience yeah. It's like you look mm. at the best writers. They're not writing their best scripts when they're in their 20s, not even their 30s, really. Um, I think yeah. writing is a bit. It's one of those, one thing I love about it, it's one of those rare things that you, you get better at it the older you get because it also, so mm. much of it is about life experience and understanding humans and human behavior better. And you don't yeah. know that super well when you're like 19 or 20. Because or, I just remember like, I, I remember writing in a notebook when I was like 18 like, okay, I'll make my first feature film by, by the time I'm 24. Because when you're 18, six years away, it's like, oh, that's forever. And then not forever. not even yeah. having a feature written by the time I was 24, like, mortified me. And, Dude, uh, how many people that make movies want to make a movie by the time they're 24? Just like Orson Welles. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And Orson Welles, he Everyone. looked like he was 45 by the time he was 25. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Have you have yeah, you guys ever seen the uh Aaron Sorkin masterclass by chance? I've not. I've I've seen the David Mamet one, which is funny. David David's is really good. <laughs> he he's kind of he'll get you going, but Sorkin's is like the most like I related to his process the most probably because he was he was saying like he'll get uh hired to to write a movie and the term sheet is like six months or something like that. And he's like, I don't even look at that. Like, I don't, I, I, I'm not going to write a, a movie in six months. Like it'll take me two and a half years probably. And it, and he would say like, um, you know, most of the writing process for me over those two years or two and a half years is not writing. Like I, mm-hmm. because I'm a yeah, huge procrastinator. Yeah. So like, it's interesting to me, like there is no one way, you know, like everybody's different. And everybody has like their own sort of like anxieties about the whole thing. But I think it's interesting to know, like probably one of our generation's best writers is struggles with the same thing that we're talking about, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is good to know. Just like, but I, I think at, at the same time, one thing that I would say, Jared, it's like, keep it really simple at first, you know? Yeah. There's always yeah. this like huge urge to, to tell sort of like this really intricate, complex story that, um, and especially like seeing something like that, having to look at that on set and like 
dive into it on set and then get into the edit with that thing. Like that's the biggest thing that I would tell anybody is like, keep it more simple than you, than you could imagine, you know? Yeah. Like what is the absolute meat of what you're trying to say? That's why I, I loved what you said earlier, Parrish, where it's like, I, I think the, the more complicated something is, but also like the harder it is to just sit and write, uh, probably means that you don't understand exactly what it is, you know? That yeah. your your understanding of whatever the scene or uh, the emotional arc of the scene or whatever you probably don't understand it. If it's, I would say, if it's too complicated and if it's not, if it's not like, if you're struggling to just get started, I think that's probably yeah. true for most people. Well, it's just like uh, what you said, the Aaron Sorkin ambition. Because if you like understand what the scene is and you spend all this time thinking about it, it should only take you as fast to write it as it does to type it yeah. almost. You know what I mean? But so much of the important yeah. part of writing is really just thinking slash note taking, which is writing, but you know, it's not typing. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Parrish, thank you for coming on, dude. Thanks for having me on. This was fun. I enjoyed this. This season of good is sponsored by good treatments. Good Treatments is a highly curated shop of pre-made treatment designs for commercials, music videos, features, and branded content. We've all spent sleepless nights writing our treatments, only to have to start from scratch on the design. With Good Treatments, you have the look of a custom design without the cost or time. With drag and drop tools, you simply replace your images, copy and paste your text, and you're good to go. For our good listeners, we're giving away a coupon code for 20% off your next purchase. Simply use code GOOD20 at checkout. See all the treatment designs at goodtreatments.space.